0: Welcome to Access Utah, I'm Tom Williams. Utah Public Radio is presenting quarterly folk music programs featuring great musicians from around Utah. We hope you joined us for the most recent program Saturday evening. We'll have that up on our website soon. We're continuing the conversation and music on the program today with four musicians. And we'll go to Corey Castillo. And Todd Wilkinson Later in the program We'll hear some of their music Uh, Right now We're uh, going to be bringing in uh, Two members of Three Hat Trio And uh, we welcome in Now Hal Cannon And Greg Istock From uh, Three Hat Trio Uh, Gentlemen Welcome to the program Howdy Howdy! Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, let me start with Hal Cannon. We've had you on our program uh, several times. Uh, I think a lot of people around uh, Utah and the West will will know you, of course. Uh, tell me, uh, introduce me to Three Hat Trio. What's what th- what's Three Hat Trio all about?
1: Three Hat Trio is um, a group. We we all live uh, in Southern Utah in the desert, and we play uh, something called American Desert Music. We've been together for, uh, we're working, we do an album a year. We're working on our third album right now. Um, the You're playing music from the second album. Um, but we have Greg Istock and myself and Eli Rankle. We all come from very different backgrounds, but we all live in the desert and take um, take inspiration from it.
0: All right. Uh, what did you call it again? Desert music? American desert music. American desert music. You haven't
1: heard of that genre before?
0: <laughs> I haven't heard of that genre before, no. <laughs> well, we made it up. <laughs> All right, but well, it makes me a little better. I haven't heard about it. Uh, it it'll become famous through you guys. You get um, to do it, you know. Uh, so, Hal Cannon, you live in Virgin, I believe. Yes, have a have a house there uh, with with your wife, the writer Teresa Jordan, um, and Greg Estock. Where where do you live?
2: I'm in Virgin also. I' are in Virgin. Our neighbors, okay. actually.
0: Oh, oh, great, great. Yeah. Um, so tell me a bit about you uh, yourself and, and how you came to Three Hat Trio.
2: Well, um, I was kind of brought up on the East Coast and took a vacation with my wife to the desert and fell in love with it and figured out that we had to move here. And when I got here, there was a small-town virgins, probably 150 people, and um, I was going to retire from the music business because I didn't think there would be a lot of music out here. And uh, come to find out, there were, were a few musicians out here, and Hal Cannon was one of them, so we kind of, through friends, kind of got together and we kind of came from a lot different backgrounds but we also wanted to keep playing music so we got together and saw you know tried to find out what we could come up with that we could agree on musically which in the beginning wasn't much but um, eventually we figured out some things that worked really well together so we just started playing and then we picked up a violin player through a long story that i won't go into and the next thing you know we had a couple gigs and we were you know making some music that we thought was new to us and new to kind of the the folk genre if you will and um it just kept going from there
0: so uh greg is talk what what is american desert music what how do you define it
2: you know it uh, it's it's kind of fun you know we tell people this is what we're doing and we're we're kind of in one breath amazed and in one breath not amazed but they actually can hear it in what we do and i think what makes american desert music is number 1 the connection to the the past the music that used to be here um, and i think maybe even more than that is just the sense of space in the music like there is down here in the desert you know when you look off into the distance you know the horizon is 40 50 miles away and there's a big sense of space down here and i think a lot of folks feel that sense of space in the music when they listen to it, so I think that's part of the characterization of it.
0: How, Cannon, your, your definition of American desert music?
1: I thought Greg did a good job there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks, Hal. <Good. laughs> but no, I, I, I agree with that. Uh, you know, I come from a sort of folklorist background. You know, so I've studied Western music all, all of my life and. Uh, Cowboy music and that—that's the kind of music and folk music and um, and so I sort of bring that, you know, that's just what I do uh, to it. But then I, when I'm here and I'm playing uh, and I'm we're, we're in this studio overlooking this vastness, it changes something. And um, so I, I'll echo in in that vastness, uh, you know, what Greg said.
0: Well, let's hear some music. Uh, let's hear Carry Me Away. Uh, Hal, do you want to set this up? Tell, tell me about this song.
1: Well, that's a traditional song. Uh, on our, uh, our albums, they're mostly original uh, songs. Um, but Carry Me Away is an old British ballad, and it's sort of a comedic song about um, an unfaithful wife and uh, her plot to murder her husband and his comeuppance. And she drowns in the end, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that all happens in a few verses. But it's uh, we we learned this in a very quirky version from uh, a scratchy old recording that John Lomax made of some little girls in Texas in the 20s. And um, in fact, the little girl who was singing it, I met her uh, a few days before she died in a rest home up in American or in uh, up in uh, northern Utah. In Utah Valley, uh, and played the recording of her when she was just a little girl for her before she died.
0: What What was her reaction? Uh,
1: that's a complicated thing. Mm. She thought she was in heaven, actually.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. She was in the restaurant there. It
1: was pretty intense, Mm -hmm. and um, yeah.
0: And and you got this. You got this from uh, Alan Lomax recording.
1: Pretty amazing. Uh, John Lomax. Oh, John Lomax's father.
0: Oh, his father. Oh, his father. I I had misheard you. Okay, yeah. Interesting. Well, let's hear this, and then we can uh, talk talk more. This is a three-hat trio performing uh, Carry Me Away.
3: London she did dwell. She loved her old man dearly, but another man's wife as well. She went to the drugstore to see what she could find. Something from the doctor to make her old man blind. Dimmed on a ray care. is growing dimmer I cannot see the ground I'll go down to the seashore, I'll jump right in and drown, she took him by the right hand and out to yonder shore I need your help dear wife you will have to shove me more, dim don't die to Backed and took a run To push her old man in He stepped to the one side And she went headlong in She began to scream And she began to squall I'm sorry, my dear wifey I can't see you at all you know, not know
0: me away. That's from Three Hat Trio. We have two members of the uh, group, uh, Hal Cannon and Greg Istock with us in this part of the program. Uh, later on, we'll be talking with uh, Corey Castillo and Todd Wilkinson. All of these uh, gentlemen uh, were a part of the uh, our uh, folk music program, which you heard hopefully on, uh, on Saturday evening. We're doing these at least quarterly to uh, highlight uh, the great music that's going on in Utah. Uh, so, uh, Greg Istock... That is Hal mentioned as he set this up. There, there is some black humor there. You, <laughs> I was, I was kind of laughing, but but wondering if I should be laughing.
2: Yeah, I know. We we kind of thought the same thing,
0: actually. Uh, so Hal uh, Cannon, this, this is illustrative, I think, of, of a journey that a lot of music made that came out of England, ended up, you discovered it in a recording from uh, Texas.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, there was, um, you know, before uh, radio, God bless radio, but, uh, you know, people had to make their own music in the communities. They wrote songs uh, about their towns, about their places. Uh, they published their songs in newspapers. Um, you know, things have really changed in the way we entertain ourselves. Um, and uh, this, this, this comes from a time when this was... Um, you know, HBO for (laughs) common people around the heart. Mm -hmm.
0: And this, uh, I can draw a pretty direct connection between folklore and this type of music.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, Logan, of course, is sort of a um, repository of an incredible collection of uh, folklore and folk music. And for years, uh, since Austin and Alta 5 collected, and, and out of Logan, uh, Logan is, USU has been a, a sort of a center nationally for folklore study and collecting of folklore, and it was an incredible resource when I was growing up just to come to the USU library and, uh, and go through all of these old recordings and read about it, and it just captivated me.
0: Let's uh, let's hear another uh, piece. This is uh, called Get on the Bus. Uh, One of you, gentlemen want to to set this up?
1: Hey, Greg.
2: Well, good luck with this one. Um, You know, when Hal and I get together and talk about what we're doing, I think at some point we ask ourselves, okay, what's the moral of this story? You know, what are are we after? And I think this song is, if I could make it simplified, um, it's, you know, there's a lot of things going on in our daily life, and... Not all of them are good, and not all of them do we know what's going on, but I think if you can see or look around or whatever, there's also some really great things going on worth making note of. So maybe that's the moral of this song.
0: All right, let's hear Get On The Bus. This, once again, is Three Hat Trio.
4: But a woman who stole your heart is the one you can't forget And I see the sunshine blaze in its own sweet way let my old guitar line on the bed There's a the phone call I should have made But I can't remember There's no time to change your mind There's no time to walk away When you got winter in your heart You just can't forget And I see the sunshine blazing its all. They would love to ride them all day. Yes, whoa. Can't remember. And there are more years than the two of us. You got to get on and get off of that bus. And on days I will pass you by and you won't forget. It seems like sunshine just blazing its so sweet way. And I watch the young girls on their horses. They would love them all day, it yeah, on. Yeah,
0: song called Get on the Bus, and that's uh, Three Hat Trio. We're talking with two members of the group, Hal Cannon and Greg Gistock, for another uh, couple of minutes. Uh, Gentlemen, that that was beautiful.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for playing it. Uh,
0: what's, What's coming up next for Three Hat Trio?
1: Hmm. Uh, we're uh, we're going to be playing uh, around here. We don't, you know, we mostly just rehearse because we live in. <laughs> a, <laughs> not a lot of gigs around here. Right. But uh, we're hopefully going to actually come to Logan, but I'm not sure when. Maybe in May. That's a possibility. All right. Uh, we're going to be playing in Salt Lake. We're at the Utah Arts Festival in June in Salt Lake City, and um, then we're sort of gearing up to uh, start touring in Britain and um, Ireland. We've got an agent over there now and uh, getting a lot of very nice reviews and airplay on BBC and um, other uh, outlets uh, around uh, Europe. So uh, that's sort of where we're pointed.
0: Interesting that American folk music uh, does get play in Europe, does it?
1: Uh, Yeah, and for some reason, we're getting a lot of play.
0: Oh, oh, great. (laughs)
1: Which is really great.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, it's been wonderful to, to talk to you, gentlemen, and to, to hear your, your music. Uh, Hal Cannon, I'm, I'm assuming you're still involved with the uh, Cowboy Poetry Festival in Elko?
1: You know, we performed there this year. is the first time uh, since it started that I've worn an artist badge rather than an organizer badge, which was great. That's oh, what uh, I've been aiming yeah. for for a long time.
0: Yeah, wonderful. Well, we've been talking with Hal Cannon and Greg Istock from Three Hat Trio. Uh, gentlemen, thank you so much.
2: Hey, thanks a lot. Thank you. Have a great day.
0: You too. Uh, Coming up later in the program, we're featuring great folk music. Hope you joined us for our uh, quarterly folk music program. The latest happened on Saturday, um, and that'll be up on our website soon. We'll uh, get a repeat date for a repeat broadcast date for that as well uh, coming up in the next couple of months. Um, We are uh, continuing that conversation and music with uh, several performers and these uh, programs feature great folk musicians from around Utah. We'll be talking with Todd Wilkinson later in the program. Next up, following a break, will be Corey Castillo. And uh, you can join the program here and interact with uh, these um, uh, great musicians uh, at upraccess@gmail.com. At, at gmail.com. We have uh, this email came in. The person says, I need this song. Please. Ask them where we can buy their music. Well, we we, uh, said goodbye to them, so (laughs) sorry about that. Um, But we'll get that information up on our website. Three Hat Trio is the name of the band. We heard Carry Me Away and Get on the Bus. We'll take a break, and uh, when we come back, we'll continue the conversation. We'll hear some music as well from Corey Castillo and then from Todd Wilkinson. Programming on Utah... Programming on Utah Public Radio is made possible
3: in part by Etched Magazine, an artistic expression of life in the Southwest, celebrating the desert dwellers, adventure seekers, soul-searchers, art lovers, and the culture creators who reside within the grandeur of the great Southwest. More online at etchedmagazine.com.
0: This is Science by the Slice. When discussing how one species evolved into two or more distinct species, scientists often surmise the uplift of mountains, which split populations of plants and animals, was a contributing factor. Not so fast, says USU entomologist James Pitts. You might expect this of desert species, where the terrain is typically isolated by mountain ranges. But for some organisms, he says, evidence points to glaciations that occurred during the Ice Age. A foremost scholar of wasps known as velvet ants, Pitts compared molecular data from modern day ants with data collected from fossils and says the findings support the idea that relatively recent glacial action, rather than ancient mountain formation, led to new species.
5: This segment of Science by the Slice is brought to you by the USU College of Science, offering degree programs in the sciences and mathematics. Details at usu.edu science.
0: Thanks for joining me for Access Utime Tom Williams. We're taking a break from the news and uh, we're enjoying some great folk uh, music and conversation with some great folk musicians uh, who were featured on our latest uh, quarterly folk music program which happened uh, Saturday evening. Hope you joined us for that. We'll have that up on our website soon and uh, we are enjoying some great folk music today. I will say uh, just breaking back into news mode. Um, get to your caucus. And information uh, can be heard uh, found on that at caucus.utah.gov. Caucus.utah.gov. Utah caucus is happening today. Presidential preference poll as a part of that. Um, we are going to be talking with Todd Wilkinson later in the program. Right now, we bring on Corey Castillo. Cory, welcome to back to the program.
6: Thank you for having me.
0: We've uh, had you on with Dry Lake Band performing live here.
6: We have. Uh... Was, there was safety in numbers at
0: yeah, that right. point. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, so you'd, you 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 wear a lot of hats, as it were. I, I understand. You do solo. You do you you get musicians together. You, you like collaborating. Um, a, a kind of a catalyst for for getting people together. I understand?
6: Uh, that's uh, that has been known to happen. Uh, uh, although it's sort of all the same thing to me. Um, a, a day with. Uh, where I play music especially with somebody else uh is uh is a pretty good day um and and it wasn't for nothing so mm, right. um yeah I do spend at least a good portion of of every day doing something in the pursuit of making a song
0: Tell me about uh, collaborating versus uh, versus doing solo work
6: Uh I've I've always been trying to get to a point where I, I just happen to have a group of musicians around me and we're playing a song and maybe I wrote the song and I can just close my mouth and stop playing the guitar and maybe back out of the room and the song just sort of keeps going on. And that, and maybe I could go have a coffee and put my feet up, or look around in the garden, or something. Uh, collaborating <laughs> makes it a heck of a lot easier on me. And uh, when I can turn over uh, the execution of a song to to some other musicians, and most of the time they're a heck of a lot better than I am. <laughs> um, if when I can turn over something to them. And it just it just makes it a lot easier.
0: By the way, you can join this conversation uh, at UPRaccess gmail.com, upra at gmail.com if you'd like to ask uh, Corey Castillo a question later on, Todd Wilkinson. This comes in from Brendan Washington, uh, addressed to Corey. Corey, I especially loved listening to your song on Saturday. I've been extremely frustrated by what I'm calling ambiguous lyrics. However, though your lyrics were not as direct as day, the song about the woman killing her husband, uh, your message was clear as day. I enjoyed every second of it. I want to say thanks. Keep going. Your music is inspiring.
6: Uh, thank you very much, Brendan. That's one of the nicest things anyone said to me today. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, uh, Jack Kerouac once wrote this list of, I think it was, a, I saw a photograph of it once when I was in high school. It was a typed list of, I don't know, maybe 14 things about how to how to write better. And one of the things on the list, uh, and I'm going to just paraphrase the heck out of it, but this is what I took away from it anyway, uh, was something about when you get stuck, don't try to write your way out of it, just try to see the, the picture better. So, um, if I I always try to approach the clearest, simplest lyric I can.
0: Well, let's hear uh, Let's hear a song. This is Graffiti Cars. Uh, set this up for us. What's what, what does this song mean to you? What's, what's it about? Uh,
6: this guy named Chase uh, used to come to all the shows back in the day, and then he left town and was touring back through with his band and uh so i wanted to write a song for for that i got it got to thinking about people staying in touch and people uh reconnecting over long distances and uh, so i wrote that song because chase was coming back to town with his band and uh, it was after the holidays and uh, i have a lot of people to stay in touch with
0: this is Corey castillo with graffiti cars
7: Took the highway to get to you today Sent graffiti cars across the 50 states Left a note at that joint we always play Sent a message to your girlfriend's cousin Dave Spent an hour at the Ibis yesterday Saw that one girl, but I couldn't remember her name Sang some songs and made them laugh on that Sunday Made some tips, bought some coffee and drove away Gonna write a letter, try to say All the things I shouldn't tell you anyway What's that thing that Mr. Caulfield said? 15 through Nevada on Thursday. I used to drive a Beetle 72. Wife has a Honda payments due. I never took to school much. How about you? I wrote my name on the Brooklyn Bridge. All the things I should have told you anyway. What's that thing that Mr. Caulfield said? I don't care, I'm just a missing you. Gonna make a phone call, take a
0: Corey castillo with uh, graffiti cars uh a fun song enjoyed that
6: well thank you very much i enjoy listening to jeremy nibison play his guitar in that song
0: yeah oh that okay great great there's uh there's a logan reference there at least one uh sure enough Ca- cafe ibis fun. is one yeah
6: <laughs> yeah uh, that's the one Okay. I, uh, I'm drinking Café Abus Coffee right now, as a matter of fact, so right. shout
0: out. Okay, great. By the way, since we're shouting out, um, we had an emailer wanted to know where to get um, Three Hat Trios music. We'll get that up on the website. Uh, how, do, how do we get your music?
6: Uh, I don't um, have any music out right now. Oh, okay. Um, Dry Lake Band did some recordings, um, but right now mm-hmm. I'm just uh, playing as much as I can. Uh, but I, I haven't recorded anything except for on the radio.
0: Okay, so uh, UPR is the place to go. That's, That's right. Corey Castillo's music, great Well, we're, we're uh, happy to have it here. Um, how did you go? How did you get to folk music? Did you did you start with folk? Where did where did you start?
6: Um, let's see. I uh, I'm 35 years old. My mom bought me a guitar when I was 12 because I wanted to um, write songs kind of like um, the Lemonheads and like R.E.M. songs. And um, then I got into um, uh, skateboarding and like everything that comes with that. So um, all the art and culture and music, like mostly punk rock bands. And I was playing in punk rock bands by the time I was 14 and recording. Um, And so I was really into rock and roll and that kind of songwriting. And I came to folk music and acoustic stuff Um, after I had been through rock and roll and all of that music. So I'm kind of part of that generation that's discovering acoustic music and like old time music and stuff um, in reverse after we already have the context of um, modern culture. Um, Mm -hmm. So I got into it really through uh, the blues and through country music and roots music, uh, roots rock and roll music. Um, in my 20s, uh, and then really it's hard to shake. Uh, I play mostly acoustic music now. I still play electric music and rock music, but uh, mostly acoustic. It's just a lot easier than carrying around amps and drums.
0: <laughs> is, that, is that it? <laughs> the, the ease of carrying around uh, stuff or not carrying around, or, or what, what does acoustic do for you versus electric?
6: Uh, there's something that just makes it effortless, to play with other people um it, you can't do the same thing when you carry around uh, an electric guitar and an amplifier it's not so easy to walk into a room or a campfire and just learn a song immediately or just play with anyone there's a subtleness to an acoustic and and something sort of easy and approachable about acoustic instruments that uh i like to play it and that's really fun but um, the, the approachability and the way it just uh, is easy to bring people together with that thing, just just like Woody Guthrie, you know, um, it just is uh, really really natural.
0: So folk folk getting together, that's that's the origin of folk music, I guess.
6: I think so. Yeah, before like a rock rock and roll, someone had to throw a show or have a party. Um, to get a bunch of people together to hear music and uh, when you have acoustic music around you it's just sort of there's like stringed instruments laying around the house all the time and uh, you pick them up and it's just sort of part of your normal day to to do that Um, and it's a nice feeling
0: and uh, Utah has a pretty vibrant folk scene I believe you you're involved in, in a lot of it
6: I discover more of it all the time, you know. Really, I just uh, try to write stuff, and that that takes me places sometimes. But uh, there is a gigantic scene that I don't even know about um, and that a lot of other people do know about. Um, that's, yeah, there are so many musicians here. I just find that uh, surprising all the time.
0: Finally, Corey Castillo, what I guess you'd continue just playing your music whether solo or, or uh or with with uh, other musicians that's uh, that's life for you I, you have day job at the uh, cash valley center for the arts i, I believe but uh,
6: i do i get to do theater every day and i uh, get to see a lot of amazing artists as part of my day job and that allows me to um make music when i'm not at the theater and uh it's really great oh i'm playing at art on the lawn i think oh great. the last year of art on the lawn
8: oh, so i'm gonna
6: put a put a good band together and get there and play some songs in the afternoon well, we'll, uh that's in june
0: we'll look forward to that great well we really appreciate you participating in our folk programs and and uh, joining us today on access utah thanks Corey.
6: thank you very much for your time
0: It's Corey Castillo. Uh, He was involved with many other musicians and bands in uh, our uh, folk music program, which uh, was heard on Saturday. We'll get that up on our website soon uh, so you can hear it again. We'll have a rebroadcast uh, down the road as well. And uh, our thanks for that. A lot of work goes into those programs. Uh, Shalane Smith-Needham, Kirsten Swanson, Jessica Sonderegger, and Friend Weller our uh, integral part of putting that together. We're uh, piggybacking on that, continuing the conversation and the music on Axis Utah today. And following a break, we'll conclude the program with uh, musician Todd Wilkinson. Hope you'll stay tuned.
1: This is Brian Erickson in Bringing More to Life. All caregivers are not created equal. Give yourself time to learn this new role. Observe and ask for advice from peers who also face the challenge of parenting parents. Worry less about doing it right and focus more on showing you care. Remember often, your presence is enough. Engage and appreciate care facility staff. They know your parents' needs. Start the conversation now to bring
3: more to their lives.
6: Support for Bringing More to Life on Utah Public Radio is made possible in part by our listeners and the Sunshine Terrace Foundation and Logan. Advancing wellness, independence, dignity, and comfort. Information at sunshineterrace.com.
5: Recent low oil prices haven't meant good news for everyone. For workers in the oil-rich Scottish city of Aberdeen, it's actually bringing boatloads of bad news.
2: I think it's shocked a lot of people that it's happened so so quickly and so dramatically. Uh, I certainly did not expect it to be this, you know, brutal and, and aggressive. And it's, that really has shocked me.
5: I'm Molly Wood. What happened to Aberdeen? That's next time on Marketplace from APM.
3: Join us tonight at 6.30 on Utah Public Radio. UPR members
6: are the backbone of what you hear on Utah Public Radio. Their financial contributions support and help create every single word, every note of music, and every bit of knowledge and emotion that emanates through the radio. Thank you to the UPR listeners who financially strengthen the station through their UPR membership. You too can join the ranks of these steadfast UPR members. It's not too late to contribute. Just go to upr.org.
0: Thanks for joining me for Access Utime, Tom Williams. We are presenting uh, quarterly folk music programs. The latest one was on Saturday. Hope you uh, join us for that. We're continuing that music and conversation with uh, musicians who participated. And we're showcasing the great, uh, vibrant folk and acoustic scene around Utah and the West with these programs. We've talked with Hal Cannon and Greg Istock from Three Hat Trio. We talked with Corey Castillo. And now we bring in Todd Wilkinson. Todd Wilkinson, welcome to the program.
9: How are you? Thank you for having me.
0: So I understand, uh, Todd, we, you and I have something of a connection, at least you and a basin connection. You grew up in Duchesne County, apparently?
9: Yes, sir, I did. Uh, where about? Uh, in Duchesne. Uh, oh, up in in Duchesne River, about six miles.
0: <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm a Vernal boy, so...
9: How are you? All right. Him, well, there you go. A connection. we got to stick together.
0: Yeah, that's right. we gotta, We got to stick together. That's right. Um, so you've been performing, I think, for, for a lot of years across Wyoming, Utah, other places. Uh, what got you into music?
9: Uh, I, I think just my brothers, my older brothers probably inspired me when I was younger. We used to have uh, little cookouts and Dutch oven cookouts and barbecues and stuff, and have folks from town and and cousins and relatives from Salt Lake and Provo and all come out all the time. And uh, my two older brothers, Mike and Kev, would were always playing out around the campfire, and they were busy Just I didn't I didn't know who Merle Haggard was until I was probably fifteen, because mm-hmm. <laughs> my brother. Mike always sang a song. I listened to the radio one day, and he sang a song my oldest brother sang. <laughs> and I asked my mom, "Who
2: who's that singing Mike's song?
9: Because I never <laughs> didn't realize, you know. It kind of secluded, I guess. But I, I would say my older brother's influence. and I, mean, I had, you had know, people in school that inspired me. But I don't know. Music kind of speaks to me, I guess.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, was it uh, most of country music growing up that you listened to?
9: Yeah, mostly country. I, I, as I got into high school, I got into a little more rock and roll, southern rock. Uh, I wasn't really introduced to, to blues or bluegrass until I was an adult. sort started playing in a band and some of the guys that I played with, uh, introduced me to some of that. And it's just like, I like pretty much all kinds of music. Uh, and it all kind of speaks to you, you know. I mean, it's it's uh, the universal language, I guess. is a good word for it. But, yeah, uh,
0: yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah, I
9: grew up mostly on country music.
0: hmm um, So you grew up in Duchesne County, now based in Southern Utah. I understand? Yes, sir. Yeah. I
9: live in St. George.
0: Mm-hmm. How's the how's the music scene there?
9: Uh it's great in, uh, there's a, there's quite a few little venues. Uh, there's Tuacon Farmer's Market, and there's, uh, Ancestor Square Farmer's Market on the weekends and stuff where you can play. And they have, they have a lot of art events and stuff where they invite live music to come and play. And, and it's well-rounded. You get a lot of, there's a lot of rock and roll and a lot of folk music and a lot of country music uh, and a lot of, uh, Performers that write their own music mm-hmm. that perform around St. George—it's—it's uh, it's pretty vivacious and vibrant, I would say.
8: Yeah. it's
9: it's well-rounded. There, there's a lot of opportunity as far as uh, uh, getting out and playing like that. And there, you know, you have a lot of tourism down here too. So I mean, it's not just St. George. You have uh, Canab, uh, the Zion's Park, uh, over that direction. Uh, there's a lot of areas uh, around here that you can play music at. But
0: well, let's, uh, we're inviting, uh, emails to upraxis <laughs> at gmail.com. Upraxis at gmail.com. We got this from Stacy and Vernal. Um, and uh, Stacy says, uh, referring to our broadcast on Saturday, was it just me or did Todd's performance of "I love How You Love Me" make everyone cry like a little babe? The visual of his parents dancing by the fireside made it that much better. So heartfelt. Thank you, Todd, and thank you, UPR. Wow, who, who, who says that? Uh, Stacy and Vernal.
9: No kidding. Wow.
0: That's,
9: that's uh, kind of cool.
0: So let's uh, let's uh, let's have you set up uh, the song let's hear it uh, I love how you love love me what's what's the song about uh,
9: Well it, it it's about uh, two people all it takes is
0: just thinking about it yeah yeah what, what they, we, uh, we, when we,
9: you you know you, you can express love a lot of ways and most of the time we're thanking people for what they do for us but i think the thing that uh, speaks to me the most of this song is that the whoever's the delivering party is expressing that you know all the little things that they love about the person, but mostly that they what they love about him is is how they love them and the way they express
10: that. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, let's let's hear it. I love how you love me. This is Todd Wilkinson.
10: I love how your eyes close whenever you kiss me. When I'm away from you, I love how you miss me. I love the way your touch is always heavenly. But darling, most of all, I love how you love me. love how your heart beats Whenever every round you I love how you think of me without being told to I love the way you always treat me tenderly But darling, most of all I love how you love me. I love how you hug me. I love how you squeeze me, tease me, please me. Love how you love me. I love how you love me.
0: That's I Love How You Love Me, performed by Todd Wilkinson, who we have for another couple of minutes uh, here. Beautiful performance, uh, Todd Wilkinson. It's uh, just beautiful. Thank you.
9: (laughs) I'd like to thank Jeremy and uh, Nevison and and Corey Castillo uh, that played backup and leads on that, because they did a beautiful job and made that song special.
0: Yeah. So you you perform uh, quite a bit, do you? A very a lot of diff, different venues, I imagine.
9: Uh yeah, we my favorite place to play. I, I, I play a lot, or I played a lot at Tuacon, Farmers Market, and uh, but we have a little place. I uh, have a little band that uh, called Desert Sage that we play with quite a bit. Uh, during the winter months, we rent a little venue out in Winterhaven and uh, do dances. Um monthly and it's kind of a family friendly little place. I mean it's you can bring your kids and your grandkids and my brothers bring their grandkids and my nieces and nephew bring their little kids and the older couples that live in that area that come to the dance love it because they love seeing the little kids out dancing but everybody it's like the families get to enjoy each other, you know, and music, uh together, uh the way I experienced it when I was a kid. Uh Growing up in Duchesne, going to a a dance in town, and watching my brothers and my mom and dad dance, and and you know uh, uh, neighbors and stuff like that.
0: Well, that's uh, yeah, yeah. That's 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 wonderful, and uh, I think that's a good place to 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 end the program. We're we're out of time, but uh, nice nice scene you've painted there, and uh, some great music. Uh, Todd Wilkinson has has joined us. Thank you so much.
9: Thank you so much, Tom. Appreciate you guys. Thank you, uh, UPR, for that op- opportunity. You well, guys we, have a great day, and thank we,
0: you again. We appreciate it. Uh, we're uh, continuing with our uh, quarterly folk music programs, so, the latest one was on Saturday night. And Todd Wilkinson uh, performed on that. Also, Hal Cannon and Greg Istock from Three Hot Hat Trio and uh, Corey Castillo. Many other performers as well. Those four gentlemen we had on the program uh, today, and uh, we appreciate it. Our thanks to uh, the great folks who are putting those folk music programs together. Uh, Kirsten Swanson, Shalane smith Needham, Friend Weller, and Jessica Sonderegger. And uh, we'll keep those coming, and we'll get that latest one up on our website uh, soon. Um, We'll uh, break out of music and back to uh, the news just briefly here uh, to remind you to get to your caucuses. Uh, Get out and vote. Presidential preference polls as part of those. And you can find out more information on where to caucus at caucus.utah.gov. Thanks for listening to Access Utah Today.
5: It's the Beehive Archive on Utah Public Radio. I'm Megan Van Frank. This week, learn about Verla Jean Miller-Farman Farmayan, beloved teacher to many Utah schoolchildren, and how one decision to travel set her on a fantastic journey that changed her life. First this. I'm Cynthia Buckingham, director of Utah Humanities. Beehive Archive is brought to you on Utah Public Radio by Utah Humanities with the generous support of the Lawrence T. and Janet T.D. Foundation. We are proud to partner with community organizations to tell Utah stories and hope you will tune in each week for the Beehive Archive. Welcome to the Beehive Archive, a two minute look at some of the most pivotal and peculiar events in Utah's history. In 1945, Verla Jean Miller made a decision to travel to the eastern United States, a decision that would radically change the course of her life. Born the daughter of a beekeeper in Smithfield, Utah, Verla Jean moved around with her family's honey business, sparking a lifelong interest in new people and different ways of life. She put herself through college at the University of Utah and taught fifth grade in Cedar City, Eager to see more of the world, she declined another year's teaching contract and chose instead to leave Utah. Verlegen's travels landed her in New York City as a governess and student at Columbia University Teachers College. One night in nineteen fifty two, she skipped class to attend a play. Next to her sat a man, Manashar Farman Farmayan, who was a prince from an old Persian royal family. The two soon married and moved to Iran. For Verlagine living in Iran would prove to be both a geographical and cultural journey. Iran was adjusting to social and political changes, resulting from a recent military coup. Verlagine's new family was large. Some were Muslim, others were not. Some of the women wore the traditional chador, others were more westernized. Verlagine struggled with the expectations for women and with the Persian language, but enjoyed Persian food, art, and literature. She also worked, helping the queen with her charities teaching English at the Iran-American Society, even leading a Girl Scout camping trip to the Caspian Sea. In 1955, Verlagine and Monacher had a daughter, but eventually decided their differences were too great and separated. Verlagine raised their daughter in Holland before returning to Utah after 20 years of international adventure. She also returned to teaching fifth grade and inspired a generation of students until her retirement at 73. Verlagine had come full circle, her journey from Utah and back was filled with the richness of life few can rival, and all from one fateful decision to travel. This episode of the Beehive Archive was contributed by Heidi Tok. Sources and past episodes may be found at utahumanities.org. For the Beehive Archive, a production of the Utah Humanities Council, I'm Megan Van Frank.
7: I'm Robin Young. After decades of living with Asperger's, an experimental treatment switched on one man's ability to read others' emotions,
3: and it was a mixed blessing. I didn't see beauty and love and sweetness and light. I saw anxiety and fear and and, and avarice and all these other downer emotions. That's next time, Here and Now. Join us this morning at 11 on Utah Public Radio. what's up i'm shad
6: buck martinez was a pro baseball player and manager and now he gives a play-by-play for the toronto blue jays next time on q i'll speak with buck about life on the diamond and his mission to put the game back in the hands of fans that's coming up on q from pri public radio
3: international join us this afternoon at one on utah public radio
0: This is Utah Public Radio. KUSR HD1 Logan, KUSK HD1 Vernal, KUSL HD1 Richfield, KUST HD1
2: Moab, KCEU Price, and KUSU FM HD1
8: Logan.